0: there's greatness in you. Let's talk about it. Hey everyone, Dr. Jamil Sayaj here and welcome to the Transformation Starts Today podcast where I interview leaders, champions, and high performers from all walks of life as they share their story, the lessons they've learned along the way, and empowering perspectives to help you create an extraordinary life without regret starting today. Today we have with us Tom Palladino. Tom Palladino is a researcher and humanitarian seeking to make a difference in the world by providing people with the education and tools to restore optimal health and by helping enhance their quality of life. Tom began research with scalar energy after developing a deep admiration for the father of scalar energy research, Nikola Tesla. He was also able to study the work of an inventor, Hieronymus, who continued research on scalar energy. Hieronymus' major contributions included unbinding the RNA-DNA bonds of microbes plaguing the agricultural industry. The existence of such energy not found within the electromagnetic spectrum fascinated Tom. Inspired by these findings, he pursued a course of study seeking to better understand and subsequently harness scalar energy through the the development of an instrument called scalar light, which utilizes free energy from the stars. This is going to be a great conversation. Uh It's an honor to have you with us. Welcome to the show.
1: Pleasure. Thanks, doctor, for the invite. You're so welcome. How are you doing today? I'm fine. It's a great day. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Any of us, anyone who's tuning in on video, you'll
0: see Tom's got this like glow to him. It's beautiful. And so I'm excited to dive in. And so for our listeners, Tom, who don't yet know you, they haven't heard your story, can you share with us who you are, what
1: led you to doing what you do now, and what inspired you? I think at the heart of the matter, I am a humanitarian, and I've tried to use my research to bring forward to mankind benefits. I'm all about benefits. I'm all about changing the world by way of this technology, scalar technology. What do I mean? This is free energy. Nikola Tessa, the great scientist, gave the world free energy, and we should have paid attention to it. Well, in many ways, I'm trying to follow up with that idea and present to the world free energy. Now, I've not gotten to the point where I can generate the energy for a home, i can administer this to people and animals and i'm having great success with this free energy
0: that's fantastic can you share with us for our audience who's not familiar with the term
1: what is scalar energy it's not electricity it's the other energy spectrum besides that of electromagnetic energy there's actually two dimensions scalar energy dimension is a is the uh Initial energy of the sun and the stars, whereas electricity is a derivative. So I am working with the initial energy of the universe. Some people might call that source or divine energy. So for the sake of this conversation, we're not going to be speaking about electricity or magnetism. We're going to speak about that other dimension, scalar energy, what some people call prana or zero-point energy. It's very real, Mm -hmm. and it offers so many opportunities for the world.
0: That's fantastic. Can you share, what are the effects that scalar waves have in your experience on living beings?
1: Well, let's consider this. If this is the driving force, the animating force of the sun and the stars, then this is the carrier wave, or this is the information behind the universe. This is consciousness. This is the driving force for all activity in the universe. Sunlight or starlight gives life to the universe. And these instruments can control, can harness that sunlight or starlight. Again, it's not a movement of electrons. It's not, it's not an electrical current. So what am I getting at? I am able to control intelligence. I can control consciousness. So my instrument allows me to have some type of dominion, some type of command over nature. Mm. How'd you come about Is there something that you invented or how'd you come about this instrument? The protocol is mine. The invention started with Tessa, mm. another man by the name of Hieronymus, an inventor, I met his family. Mm. And I am working with engineers today to perfect, to advance this type of technology. So there's a great deal of science behind this.
0: Yeah,
1: And these instruments over over my shoulder are an example or the modern day, uh, if you will, uh, generation of those type of instruments, free energy instruments. So. Over 100 years of a theory and scientific protocol has gone into this. We're at the point now where we can introduce this to the world on a large-scale basis.
0: I think so many of our listeners, especially when they were younger and they were going through school, they've been exposed to Newtonian physics. Can you explain for our listeners what's the difference between that and, let's say, quantum physics?
1: No, God bless Newtonian physics. and <laughs> don't, don't, don't take this the wrong way, but it's limited. It's limited to the electromagnetic spectrum, in which you you cannot transcend time and space. Scalar energy, consciousness, zero-point energy, ether energy, transcends time and space. So you're limited with electromagnetic energy. This is unlimited potential because you're no longer bound. There's no parameters of, of time and space. So it's a different way of looking at reality. There are two dimensions, there are two realities. This reality transcends those barriers. So if you will, it it, it affords so many opportunities that electromagnetic energy just cannot afford. Hmm. And so can you speak more to that? How can this energy be used, let's say, to help humanity as a whole? Okay, so hold on to your hats and let me explain. When I work with these instruments, I work with force fields, I work with photographs of people, Hmm. I don't work with people. Now, if I were to place my photograph inside that instrument, my instrument would send energy into my force field. So it's not a biological process, it's an informational process in which I can access a person anywhere in the world through their photograph. Now, to give you an analogy, we're having a Zoom conference. We're exchanging ideas. We're communicating through our computers. I can communicate with people through their photographs. And I'm working with instruments that animate, that can actually bring to life, can animate a person's photograph. I'll demonstrate how I can take a light bulb and it illuminates underneath this influence, underneath this instrument. That's the type of energy that's been downloaded into a person. So the instrument is so strong, consciousness, it can illuminate a light bulb in my hand. (laughs) I
0: see that. For for, for people who are listening and not on video, can you just give them the quick background
1: of what you just did? Yeah, I I just demonstrated. I I held a a light bulb in my hand. The light bulb was still in its factory packaging. And when I passed the light bulb close to the instrument, the light bulb illuminated. Power went into the light bulb, illuminating the light bulb. Now, that's an indication that this laboratory is filled with scalar energy. And if I can illuminate a light bulb, then I can illuminate the brain waves. I can illuminate the chakras. I can illuminate the the soul, mind, and body with this instrument.
0: Yeah, it was really cool to see when you were holding it, it was still in the package, and it just was glowing so bright. That was amazing. And there's, you know, this conversation is absolutely near and dear to my heart. You know, I brought up on the show several times and one aspect of the work Mm -hmm. I do is facilitating energy work. And that was, I mentioned that to you before we started. So I'm very interested to hear your perspective on quantum energy and healing and how that
1: works from your perspective. Why does this work? Energy is fundamental. Energy controls nature. What's behind nature? What is the cause of nature? Light, energy. Energy is the first principle. Therefrom the effect is is produced by light. So if you want to go back to nature and you want to have a control, some type of mandate over nature, you do so with light, with energy. The only thing that's fundamental in the universe is light, energy. And our health is dependent upon light. So if we have proper light, if we have the download of corrective light, so to speak, we will have perfect health. Now that's what i'm trying to achieve i believe disease i believe any type of medical condition is the wrong information specifically the wrong scalar information scalar energy animates the soul mind and body if we can reprogram the mind the soul the body you will have perfect health or you're you're on your way to perfect health yeah there's
0: a mentor of mine, brilliant, brilliant physician, think Dr. Jack Cruz. Any chance you've ever heard of him? No, sir. So no, he, uh, his big thing is light, like you just talked about, and he talks about how we have so many food gurus, but we need light gurus. <laughs> and he, the information like you're discussing, and for our listeners, it's amazing what can change in your life if you just get got your circadian rhythm optimized, where you actually saw the sunrise where you actually saw the sunset with your naked bare eyes and you're that you're getting that download of information like tom is talking about and you were outside and in the evening you're not being bombarded by this artificial light that's mostly in the blue light spectrum that's circulating the hormones circadian balance all these different things
1: so technology
0: is wonderful with what it allows us to do but there are some consequences if it's not done safely and when the human being is so out of balance as a result of the environment we get sick and when you get the right information back in we heal and it happens over and over again
1: that's that's correct so let's take for instance the the circadian rhythm why does a heartbeat where are the where where are the instructions coming from i firmly believe our heartbeat our circadian rhythm is is caused by scalar energy so Mm -hmm. scalar energy is responsible for life. secondly if you look at a scalar wave it's a double helix it it looks like dna what am i getting at as a double helix it programs our dna there there is a ratio in proportion to a scalar wave that is identical to our dna so i believe a scalar wave which is a double helix downloads into us creating the life molecule dna which is the same ratio and proportion identical So what what am I getting at? Scalar energy programs our DNA. That's how powerful this is. That's how important this is. So for our listeners who
0: maybe have never been exposed to these topics and they're sitting here going, okay, this is maybe challenging, this is interesting, how can I kind of make this practical for myself? Is there anything that people can do in their day-to-day life that's going to allow them to benefit from this?
1: Yes. I've always said this, everybody's a scalar energy expert. Now, going back to my previous statement, if scalar energy is responsible for our heartbeat, so the energy from the sun and the stars, the divine source is responsible for our heartbeat. It's also responsible for our thinking. So our mind, our heart, our thoughts, our emotions are driven are animated by scalar energy. And when you're in harmony with this divine thought, With this divine intelligence, when you're doing God's will, all is in order. This is the unifying principle. If there is one unifying principle, and I don't mean to be facetious here, there has to be one and only one if it's a unifying principle. It has to be light. what What is the fundament that we're speaking of? Scalar light is the unifying principle of everything. First of all, I love your passion. It's so
0: amazing. And I think that uh, when when I think our audience can hear this as well and see it if they're on video with us, when we're around somebody who is deeply knowledgeable in their area of subject matter expertise, but there's also a level of passion, not only is it just fun
1: to listen, but it's just like, I want it to keep going. It's like, <laughs> no, I, I see the great prospect here, for instance, Tessa was able to take light bulbs at his laboratory in Colorado Springs, he would plant, he would position a light bulb in the ground, and he was able to illuminate the light bulb at a distance with his tower. Yeah. Now, what does that mean? If we could illuminate light bulbs at a distance, then we're going to solve the energy crisis. So what I'm demonstrating locally, okay, within my laboratory, if I can eventually broadcast this energy and illuminate light bulbs at a distance, That will solve, at least in great part, the energy crisis. That's just one of the benefits with free energy from the sun and the stars. This is a paradigm shift. We're not working with transformers and induction motors. We're not working with substations or nuclear power plants or windmills. We are simply harnessing the ambient energy of the the universe, and in so doing, we can capture free energy and then broadcast it anywhere we want. So promising this this field of, of of science. Scalar science will change the world. Yeah. One thought that I'm having that I'd imagine the answer
0: is no, but at the same time, it would be interesting to know. So let's say for our audience, there you are outside and you're just breathing or inside, you're just breathing in the air, right? And then you're being exposed to, you know, Wi-Fi and cell phones and all these things in that same way. The scalar energy would be present and it's powering all, well, let's say the devices is there any potential
1: harm to that to the individual yeah there's no harm with scalar energy why do i say that have you ever heard of anybody having an allergic reaction to the stars no No. (laughs) any any chemical imbalance because of stars no any medical condition that's ever been attributed to stars no why because it's it's free clean natural divine energy It is the life source, as opposed to electricity, which is a degraded form of light, that some frequencies are harmful. Some frequencies of of electrical energy are inimical. So what's my point? You're safe, you're free, you're home free with scalar energy that cannot produce disease. Scalar energy can only produce harmony. It is the unifying force. The reason we don't have that unifying force with electricity, it's not fundamental. It's a degraded form of information.
0: Yeah. It's fascinating, too, because it's one of those things where it's almost like when you're a kid and you get a new toy or something, you know, batteries, hopefully batteries included, right? (laughs) And it's the same idea that that which we came here with, that which or that which was present as we evolved and how we look at it is exactly what we needed. And then we come in and hopefully with good intentions and we try to make it better.
1: And sometimes we make it worse <laughs> along the way for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So we're going back to nature. This is a miniature star. <clears throat> as I've demonstrated, I can easily eliminate a light bulb with this. I feel that energy right now. It's pulsing. Yeah. I feel that energy. So what is my point? If I go back to nature, if I go back to the fundament, if I go back to that animating force, the unifying field, nothing can interfere with that. It's perfect intelligence, and therefrom you'll have perfect health. Now, I'm gonna make this clear. In many ways, homeopathy is related to my work. Homeopathy is the corrective intelligence of some type of tincture, some type of reagent. How can you offset a disease? with the proper intelligence, with the proper rate, or the proper tincture or the proper uh, homeopathic agent. Mm -hmm. So what people use with chemicals or some people use with massage, that's corrective or surgery, I use light to correct the situation, light. Hmm.
0: I love that. Yeah, the um, one thing I, I definitely wanted to ask you, I've done some research on how scalar wave technology can be used to make our bodies, you talking about like harmony, make our bodies more resilient and mitigate some of the damage being caused by non-native electromagnetic fields. And there's certain companies that design devices like that.
1: Um, can you speak to that? No, I'll speak about my work. I like my work because I'm working with the fundament of nature, which is scalar energy. Mm-hmm. Magnetic products, the, the public has to look at each product and view it and perhaps experiment with it and see if it benefits them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to speak about any specific product, but I will say anything, including what I'm doing, you should at least investigate or experience it once. You know, I, I give away 15 days of free session. Experience it once. Ask yourself, first and foremost, is it safe? And if it's safe, then try it. I uh, say some people who are probably wondering
0: now, why haven't i heard about this stuff and i know a lot of uh, tesla's work kind
1: of got hushed can you speak to like a little bit of the, a little bit of a history lesson for us yeah the history lesson is follow the money <laughs> and i'm not i'm not being snide <clears throat> when, when when a great deal of money can be made through electromagnetic engineering because you can control that energy you can meter it you can harness it as opposed to scalar energy which is free energy in which you cannot make a lot of money. There's no monopoly in free energy. So with that in mind, today we have a a number of monopolies that are centered upon that type of technology, electromagnetic technology. So sadly, Tesla wanted to give the world free energy, but the monopolies would say no 100 years ago, and the monopolies won out.
0: Got it. Can you share with us, like for the people that you've worked with, what are some
1: results that people can expect? What are some uh, transformations? Okay, well, consider this. When I work with a person's photograph, it's subjected once again, to this energy, consider how much energy is entering into their force field. If I can illuminate a light bulb, that identical amount of energy is entering into a person's chakras and brainwaves. Mm -hmm. So what am I saying? A person Experiencing our chakra program, their thinking changes, they're happier. Some people say that their depression is reversed or they're no longer have a hunger cravings. Others have said that we're able to overcome, they're able to overcome alcohol addiction or cigarette addiction. How does that happen? Through the unifying field, through the intelligence downloaded by way of these instruments. So it's quite promising. I'm I'm going out on a limb, but I don't think this is a an errant comment of mine. In the future, mental health will be by way of energy, by way of scalar energy. It's perfect instruction. So if you want to have perfect thinking, want to have a perfect mental outcome, a perfect mental attitude, you need to correct that with the unifying field. Scalar energy will correct your attitude. Mm. It's
0: fantastic. You know, there's, there's so much uh, like a I'm like a kindred spirit that I feel with you because you had, you know, you have that photograph and that photograph, you know, part of my training in energy work, we had learned, you know, the keys to energy work, there's two to three, depending on, depending on who you ask, clarity of mind, clarity of intention, elevation of emotion. And when I do distance healing, similar to, it sounds like what, what you're doing, I'll, I'll imagine the person, you know, in my mind. And I have the photo in my mind, or I have, let's say the the video or if whatever I'm playing, or I imagine myself in the room with that person. And I've had people tell me like, I saw you, I felt you, like the pain went away, whatever it was. And I'd imagine, like you said, unifying principle, if it works, it's gotta be drawn on
1: that or, or something like it. And so with, in your so, experience, could you speak to that? Yeah, Yeah, you're absolutely right. What you just described, to somebody who's religious is prayer to somebody who believes in consciousness that's the the matrix or that's the fabric of the universe or to a scientist they might call that quantum entanglement yeah or to some somebody with with just a, uh their belief system they might call that a hunch or woman's intuition or clairvoyance those statements are all qualities i, I just mentioned a number of conditions but they are qualities. It's a tautology, if you will. So when we're working with this all encompassing energy, it's all knowing. Yes. And in so doing, we don't have to direct it. It, We don't have to instruct it. We just have to will it. Yes. It's like a prayer. If I pray that somebody's healed, that prayer carries power, It, it carries the emotion It carries the unifying field. It carries God's will. This instrument carries information. It's united to the Godhead. So this is what we're getting at. This is unity with God, the unifying principle. We're uniting with all of nature. So there's no division. When you have division, you have confusion. Going back to the unifying field, it's impossible to have disease. Everything is a perfect pattern body. Everything is the perfect prototype. Go back to the prototype and there is no disease.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When you talked about prayer and I brought up intention and, you know, think about meditation. And uh, you probably are familiar with this. There's some studies that have been done. I think it was in India. I think they had a million people in one physical location, all meditating for peace. And when that happened, all around the world, you see crime rates way lower than they normally are. You see all these things going down. Somebody gets diagnosed with, let's say, cancer, and they have all these people praying for them. They do better statistics. <laughs> like, all yes,
1: they do. yes, they do. Yes, they do. You've heard many people have prayer groups, and they pray for somebody who's sick. And that combined effort will indeed heal people. They're, that's the science behind this. Now, some people say, well, it's just prayer. no. It's scalar energy prayer or intention. And and prayer, intention, thoughts carry instructions. And this is why I always caution people. Make, make your life what it is. I've had a great day today. I'll tell you why. I kept my life simple. I have goals. I had objectives. I followed those goals. And I united myself with this unifying principle. I get so much done when I'm not distracted and I unite myself with, the, with God, with the divine will. Yeah. Everybody has that potential, and many people have mastered that. I'm not, I'm not trying to preach to the choir here. So what I can do by an instrument, everybody who has a mind and a heart can do that, and many people do that on a regular basis, by having a productive life, by getting rid of the nonsense, saying no to the nonsense, and just focusing on what's before you, on the task before you. <clears throat> Don't deviate. Concentrate on your deal. If the world did that, if 8 billion people did that, this would be paradise.
0: Yeah, I think this idea of focus and not being distracted. And so it's like, you know, oftentimes from the coaching perspective, I might ask somebody, you know, what do you want? And on the surface, it seems like an easy question. But very often people don't know and they tell you what they don't want. And so what's happening when you tell me what you don't want is all of your attention, your focus, your energy is going toward the negative. And then whatever you focus on expands in your experience, at least. So you get more of it. And then you wonder why yep. it's happening.
1: Yeah, you, and you, you're right. You have to catch yourself. Don't do that. It's OK to say, OK, that's wrong. I'm going to avoid that. And once you do that, avoid it. Don't dwell on it. And you, when you tell You're me. right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, when you
0: talked about prayer, is this idea of like meditation for some people has been defined as just like one-pointed focus, whether you're your breath or your just awareness or whatever you're bringing it to, you know. Uh in you know the ancient Christians would refer to meditation as contemplative prayer. You know, it's like all the same idea, but let's say you're praying for somebody, you're praying a group is praying for an individual or the world or whatever it is. Is there a unification of the intention, of the thought? And in a way, it's like that old, that old uh, biblical quote. Wherever two or more or three or more are gathered in my name, you know that's where like the magic happens. It's a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Isn't
1: multiplier it? effect. Yeah, multiplier yeah. and amplification. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bravo, Bravo. I'm going to show you a technique that I've developed, and this is how, to the point, this energy is, and how simple. Why is it simple? It's a first principle. I'm working with energy. I've been able to calibrate these instruments in which I can eradicate a microbe easily. I'm holding up a photograph of the human papillomavirus. I can eradicate, I can negate the molecular bonds by placing that photograph in the quantum field. So I'll demonstrate. If I were to take a photograph of the human papillomavirus and place it side by side my photograph, everything is in tension sharing. My unified field shares with the unified field of human papillomavirus. By placing these two force fields, those two photographs in the instrument, the energy of human papilloma downloads into me. As a result, the molecular bonds of the human papillomavirus are subjected to scalar light, and we break apart the molecular bonds. Now, this is very simple and straightforward. Does it work? Yes. Why? There's no human interpretation. My photograph is a photograph of myself. There's no human interpretation. The photograph of a human virus is likewise. It captures light. So those are two sources of light. That's objective. The energy, the energy will perform its function on both photographs. That process, will eradicate, will negate the molecular bonds of the Eupapiloma virus. It's that simple. It's almost deceptive. What's the point here? I don't have to do any thinking. Even though I operate the instrument, I am not responsible for its intelligence. The intelligence of that instrument will negate the molecular bonds of a virus without any help on my part. This is why this is so important. This is fail proof. This is easy it's not me it's not my intelligence there's no human reasoning to incorporating two photographs inside that quantum field Mm -hmm. no room for human error and that's why it works
0: yes i love it because the parallel one one of the things i often tell people and it's a belief of mine i've always considered myself since i was a kid you know a seeker of truth like wanted to figure out like what how how is it actually And the thing was, when I looked at and observed and read about cultures around the world from different time periods, and they all essentially came up with these foundational principles, which were true in each of these areas. And you go, okay, if all these people, all these cultures came up with the same idea, there's got to be something to that one. And so with that in mind, there's a parallel in what, you know, what you're describing. And in my experience with energy work, there's this idea that I'm not the healer. I'm I'm the channel. I'm the medium. I'm the conduit. But the, the energy's got the intelligence. The energy knows where to go. And I, ca- I can get in the way if egoically I think it's me and I'm trying to do it to you. No, no, it's flowing through and it goes where it needs to go. And my job is to just to be the clear channel and not get in the way. And okay. that to me is, uh, it
1: seems like a parallel to what you're describing. Yeah, God bless. Let, let me use this pal- parallel. I, by the way, I have a profound respect for everybody in the healthcare industry whether you're a nurse or a researcher or a chiropractor or a nutritionist, you're using God's intelligence. You're using wisdom. and You're applying that wisdom to improve the soul, mind, and body. That's wonderful. So the animating force is your knowledge in application. With this instrument, the animating force is not my knowledge. It's the knowledge of the unifying field. Yeah. So in lieu of a medical practitioner, I'm not a medical practitioner. In lieu of a medical practitioner is light. The enemy that if you want to operate on somebody, do so by way of light. If you want to perform surgery, do so by way of light. I am a researcher, but I, I'm, not, I'm not the healer. Yeah. The healing energy is from the sun, the stars. This is divine healing. I noticed so that so for the for the video, those
0: on video, it's that tower over your right shoulder, right? Behind you? Yes. That's the yes. And I, I notice when you hold the light to it, I can't tell the depth of it, but maybe it's like what, five feet, three feet, something like that? Yeah, yeah, but about three feet. Yeah. yeah. Do you find that um you mentioned earlier we're not yet at a space where we could project it out, let's say no. the whole block. <laughs> but what would
1: that take? Is it just a, a bigger instrument or what would that look like? I, I have to learn how to amplify the signal. Let's call this 1X. If I can amplify that 1,000X or 10,000X, I should be able to illuminate a city. That's now, what's, what's interesting about this is keep in mind when I'm working with a photograph, I only need this one instrument to work with a person, anybody around the world, through a photograph. So the infrastructure pre-exists. What am I getting at? There's no satellite system. There's no relay system there's no substations there's no conduit there's no wires there's no transformer from this instrument to the other end of our solar system in an instant
0: yeah
1: i don't need an infrastructure so what does that mean the infrastructure pre exists the energy from the sun and the stars does not need a a grid system we don't need a construction company to create a grid system the grid system the infrastructure pre-exists yeah so you see how simple this is today you have to drill for oil or nuclear reactor or windmill windmill etc or geothermal you have to harness that energy well why not harness the energy from the sun and the stars that's clean and has no chemicals and all of the aforementioned energy generation principles rely upon some type of infrastructure, some type of concrete built infrastructure. As opposed to scatter energy, you don't need an infrastructure. The universe is the infrastructure. So we have free energy without the need of an expensive infrastructure. That's the key.
0: Can you, can you speak to the importance of the photograph? Is it more about
1: to make it easier for you to have the intention? Of my photograph or anybody's photograph actually is their body double or their soul double. And I've discovered regardless of the age of the photograph, a photograph always reports a person's immediate constitution. Why? There is no time and scalar or energy. This photograph is probably three years old. When I place it inside the instrument, it doesn't report my constitution three years ago. It reports my immediate constitution. Why? In a scalar energy force field, there's only one time the present moment. I am transcending time and space through my photograph. If you were to send me your photograph and your photograph is two or three years old, it still would find you in the present moment even though the photograph is two or three years old. Meaning what? Your photograph time travels. Yeah. It's like a spiritual thing. This is a time travel. This is a time travel machine.
0: I love that. Yeah, uh, it's like a spiritual fingerprint. Just <laughs> signs you immediately.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, if you have a cell phone, you need a series of satellites, and cell phone towers. That's cumbersome. Why not just a photograph? You don't need an infrastructure, and they'll find you immediately. Yeah. You see how simple this is going to be? And how if we listened to Tessa, we would have avoided all of these mistakes. We did it the long way around. Instead of going from point A to point B, we went we, we created this gigantic global mousetrap that doesn't work.
0: From what you can tell in your awareness of kind of present-day global, let's say, politics, is um, – are we on our way or is this still being
1: so suppressed that it's not likely to kind of come to light? It is being suppressed, but the truth can never be suppressed because people see the clarity of the truth. Truth is reality, reality is truth. Yeah. You can't hide that, not not forever. And no matter how much the media wants to manipulate this science, people are intelligent and they can see beyond that veneer. They, they understand when, when, they're, when there's some type of contrivance. People are smart. Yeah, I agree with that completely.
0: Uh, a thought that popped into my mind when you were, every time you bring the light bulb and it lights up when you bring close to the uh, device, is there a way, so let's say right now we had it, scale our energy is everywhere,
1: but is there a way to turn the light
0: off? <laughs> it just stays on all the time.
1: Yeah, that, that, we'll see that's where I'm going with this. Let's face it, we're in an energy crisis right now. When we record this, the show the world is still in an energy crisis, and we'll continue to be in an energy crisis, not just because of the way we, we generate energy, but how we distribute it. Long and short is this, this is free energy. And it will greatly reduce the cost of distributing this energy or utilizing this energy. I want to get there someday with God's will, I'll be able to demonstrate free energy to the world, And when we do, free energy is going to liberate us. Yes. Free energy. We spend trillions of dollars a year on energy. That's a that we consume resources. <clears throat> we consume so many resources generating energy, electricity, nuclear power, wind power. If we had free energy, my goodness, it would be so much easier. Can you speak to,
0: I don't know for sure if this is scalar in nature, but it probably is, like Schumann resonance, earthing, grounding, things of that nature. Is that also in the same wheelhouse? It, it is.
1: If all yeah, if all instructions come from the sun and the stars, then somehow the sun and the stars are creating and maintaining the Schumann resonance. Now, I'm a, I'm a purist. I go back to nature. By the way, I... I walk barefoot every day. I live in Florida and I ground every day. So I want that human resonance. I wanna be in harmony with the world, with the earth. So what am I getting at? Go back to nature. I love my work because there's no chemicals. There's, There's no downside. Again, nobody ever had an allergic reaction to the stars. My work is impeccable. It's impeccable because I'm working with the first order, the first principle of the universe. Which is the unifying field? Everything outside of that unifying field is disorder, is some type of disruption. If you stick with the unifying principle, it's impossible to have a problem, disease. It's impossible to have some type of a mental issue or psychological issue. It's yeah. impossible. And can you just explain to our audience who isn't aware what the Schumann resonance even is? Uh, the the. Earth has a natural frequency, a natural resonance to it. By the way, it's been fluctuating, we don't know why. But -hmm. what is my point? That that The human resonance is obviously a a God-driven principle, and when we're in harmony with the Earth, not with chemicals, when we're in harmony with creation, we're part of that. So that that is in in and of itself some type of a unifying field. Mm -hmm. Now, as opposed to artificial lighting okay from computers from from various refrigerators from from various type of appliances it's been proven that some electrical frequencies are harmful and even some type of magnetic presence is harmful so apparently that's not the unifying field that's not perfect intelligence if all electrical fields were, were perfect then you could live under high tension wires Well, we know that's impossible. We know that some people who are around high tension wires or or, or live close to an electrical station suffer some type of autoimmune disease or some type of disorder. Apparently high voltage causes in some people a feeling of, of uneasiness or dizziness or produces an autoimmune disease. So obviously that can't be the unifying principle.
0: Yeah, uh, it's fascinating, and I loving challenge to all of our listeners so you can get a little background of some aspects of what we're talking about. If you go on YouTube and you type in "earthing documentary," it's a really great like hour and a half, two hours by this guy named Clint Ober, and I believe he's an electrician who kind of made this movement more popular in the last you know decade or couple decades, and really simple. Uh, like Tom's alluding to, if you can take off your shoes and be barefooted on the grass, on the dirt, on the beach, like some type of natural surface, there's actually a transduction, there's a transmission of electrons, you pull in electrons into the body, you decrease inflammation, you thin your blood, you boost the immune system, you improve your mood, pain goes down, they have all the, oh, you watch the documentary, you get all this but you'll see before and after photos of people, they have all this inflammation in their body, pain everywhere, all the red spots, and then they ground for 30 minutes. It's all gone. <laughs> people sleep that way, it improves their life. And so like Tom said, get back to nature. Helps so much. Yeah, thank you. You
1: know, you to you extend that, try not to eat junk food. I think that's obvious now. Uh, I, I'm rather vigilant on that. I, I only eat products of nature. And we could go on and on, get a full night of sleep. Why? Sleep is restorative. Sleep will repair. Don't shortchange yourself. You need a full night of sleep. I feel like this is a perfect time to ask you this because we're going into like now like
0: big picture, like kind of life advice. The purpose of the show, like I shared with you before we started, is to help people create an extraordinary life without regret. If somebody was saying, hey, Tom, you know, how do I do that?
1: How would you advise them? I always tell people, if you want a perfect life, go back to nature. And it's, it's really inspired by God. Soul, mind, and body. I have a very simple life, but a very productive life. Now, what do I mean by that? Even though I work with rather sophisticated instruments, I always follow the laws of science. I avoid the drama in my life. Today, I had an extraordinarily successful day because I focused on research. I focused on healing people. I focused on the task. I was writing an article today. I kept that focus. I don't think we realize how we're bombarded by social media and how many disruptions there are, which are useless. It's fruitless. Please don't get caught up on that. It's been proven. If you concentrate on one subject at a time, you can achieve so much more Than trying to multitask two or three tasks. So when you're at work or when you're at school, focus, keep your focus, think about what you're doing. And if you have another task, wait till that one task is completed to move on to the other task. Now I know this sounds rather prosaic, but today in today's world of of, of this hectic environment that we live in, we don't realize how much social media or some type of interruption will get in the way of our scholastic work, our work at the office, our, our duties at home. I, I'm, a real, I'm very much becoming aware how we are now subject to so many disruptions and so many things that are counterproductive. Try to go back to a simple lifestyle and in so doing, concentrate on one task at a time. We'll be much more successful.
0: Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. You know, um, if our, if our conversation today, Tom, was your last opportunity to speak with, engage with, interact with everyone listening, what's the message you want to make sure you leave them with? Be happy.
1: Be happy. That's part of the equation. I had a happy day. I had a few challenges, but I overcome them. And I don't. I don't dwell upon the challenges. I dwell upon how happy I am in the outcome. And the way you think. And the way you feel, because scalar energy drives your thoughts and scalar energy drives your emotions. And when you can control what goes into your mind and your heart, then you'll have a much better day, you'll have a much better lifestyle. You'll be a happier, more productive person. And it really starts with each individual. You have to take you have to take responsibility. I take responsibility for my success, my failures. I had a great day today. Because I did not let anything get in the way of my thoughts or my emotions.
0: Something that you just shared about scalar energy driving our thoughts and our emotions. There are people around the world, whether they be clinicians, researchers, who, whether through meditation, guided visualization, whatever it is, by shifting someone's internal state, their emotional state, their thinking, their thought process, and not just one time, but changing like that dominant focus that they tend to have most of the time, it's incredible the physical body, mental, emotional body healing that occurs as a result of
1: that. Can you speak to that? Yes, because people are self-healers. And people don't realize that. Yes. And, and people can pick themselves up. And, and, and your thoughts and, and your attitude in life really makes or breaks your day and sometimes your week and sometimes your life. I've, I've seen people who have adversity in their lives, but they're happy because they program themselves to be happy. And regardless of the obstacle, they have a good, productive life. Hmm. And I wish everybody would do that. If eight billion people did that and would self-program, this would be paradise on earth. Yeah, something that you're that
0: you're bringing up in me. I often tell my clients—not often, I always tell my clients—and I encourage everyone here to take this on as a belief: you are the creator of your reality. Yep. And when you can play with the idea. What role did I play in getting to where I'm at right now? How did I create this based on what I did or didn't do, what I said or didn't say, what I what thought I believed or didn't believe? When you take that level of ownership and responsibility, I love when you break up responsibility, it's the ability to respond. Some people yes. take it as a matter of like blame, shame, guilt. It's not that. It's You're coming right. from the space of only I can change my life. And if I'm not happy, if I don't like it, what would need to change? sometimes it's just my perspective on it and sometimes maybe there's a boundary to be enforced there's an environment to move out of and enter into all these kind of things but if you take that ownership it becomes a lot easier to be happy
1: i'll give the audience a a, a, for instance in our company our scale energy company everybody's empowered to make two or three changes improvements a day now imagine if 10 people are doing that on a daily basis that's 20 or 30 improvements a day. And I can assure you, we do this on a religious basis. This is why we're so successful. Yeah. If there's a problem, we solve it. If we can't solve the problem, we move on. But today I, I can speak, I can rattle off seven or eight improvements today that I had as a researcher and that that I worked through my website and through articles that I was writing. Imagine that, eight improvements in one day. If, if people did that throughout their lives, it would be paradise. If you keep making improvements, you're not going to have many problems left. It's pretty cut and dry if you look at it that way. Yeah. There's that teacher. I think he's still alive, but I don't
0: remember, but his name is Brian Tracy. And he talked about how if you just committed to be 1% better in a certain area than you were yesterday. It's like, could you do that? And most people are like, of course, like 1% doesn't sound like much, but if you just did that every day, Yes, compounds. It's exponential.
1: Yes, it's it's sort of like money in the bank that just over a long period of time it compounds. It is exponential. So if it does, if you can do that with money, and if and if bacteria will will multiply exponentially, then why can't good ideas and why can't a favorable outcome be experienced through our actions? It can. The key is to keep at it. It does. It is cumulative and it is exponential over a period of time. Absolutely. Now, is there anything that you can share with our audience? How can we like
0: get the message out of scale our energy, free energy out, like to increase the demand, to increase the awareness? What if, Can people reach out to their like, congressmen? You know, like, what, what do we got to do here? <laughs> I,
1: I want to prove this to people. So my website has 15 days of free sessions. Anybody in the world can send their photograph in and their family photographs. If you have pets, send your pets in. Yeah, You have to experience this first. If you want... To have that hands-on approach then send in your photograph let's see how you feel after 15 days if you think it's of merit then tell your family and friends so i've designed my website to accept photographs from everybody in the world no no distinctions you know, no roadblock there whatsoever by way of experience if people say yes this works then it will catch on by word amount mm-hmm. now bear in mind I don't have friends necessarily in uh, in big media. Big media has never been helped. Yeah, I think for most people who are like seeking down that path of truth, it's usually not that big of a help. Oh, I just know. and just to be candid, just to be blunt, um, it's all people power. It's a grassroots movement.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. One question that I had: Do you find that you know? Obviously, every, there's always a nuance, but obviously, there's a unifying principle we're tapping into. So. Does it 100% of the time you notice people get benefit? Are there times where people, they're probably getting a benefit, but maybe they don't notice it? Or is it usually pretty profound or a bit of both?
1: All, all of the above. Some people are very in tune. They, they see it. They feel it. You know, within the first couple of days, people tell me they sleep very, a very deep restorative sleep because you're balancing their brain waves, You're balancing their chakras. And because of that, people start sleeping quite well. And, and, and it's a meaningful, productive sleep. others don't they're not so in tune to their body but it might take them a a month or two to feel the change yeah The, the key is this be aware that this is the first principle nothing can stand in its way so it's only going to benefit you whether you feel it the first day or not it really doesn't matter you will benefit in some way by corrective energy corrective intelligence helps everybody including your pets yes I think it's an interesting thing too, because
0: unfortunately, so many of our pets that we've been that we've domesticated, they start to get the same type of conditions, illnesses, diseases that the humans get, and it's because yes. if we're at if we're living out of harmony with the environment and with the way it's kind of quote unquote supposed to be, so are they because they live with us. <laughs> so yes. then, life is getting uh, negatively impacted. Just as a simple example, we talked about earthing or grounding, kind of synonymous words. Um, Imagine the average person. The average person, they wake up in the morning, they get changed, they go to work, and they're wearing rubber-soled shoes, being disconnected from the earth, and they are inside most of the time under like a artificial, a fluorescent light or whatever it is. They're surrounded by non-native electromagnetic fields. They're not really in the sun in the peak hours, let's say, where they're going to utilize vitamin D production and all these kind of things they're probably not seeing the sunrise and the sunset, either because they're sleeping when the sun's rising or they're rushing to work, and they're still at work when the sun is setting or they're driving and they're behind glass and that glass kind of mitigates some of that benefit. And so you have a person that, just because they're not aware of it, they're just disconnected from the natural rhythm of life. And then you get home and you have the TV, the phone, the laptop, the whatever, and all these artificial lights are coming in, sending information in through our eyes, into our brain. And it's like telling your brain, hey, it's 12 noon based on the light I'm getting exposed to. And it's actually 10 PM. And then we wonder why I had trouble sleeping last night. (laughs) It's like, yeah,
1: (laughs) get back to nature like Tom was saying. I, I think words of wisdom and thank you. And again, people take note of your lifestyle. Make those changes. It might be a subtle change, but make those changes. One change a day or maybe one change every other day. Over a course of time, three months, six months, you'll see a change in your health. You'll see a change in your lifestyle. You have to start. There's an aphorism. What's the best day to plant a tree today? Why wait? Make those changes. Any improvement is a step in the right direction. You might say, well, well, that was only one improvement, so I, I, go, to, I go to the health club and I take a jacuzzi now once a week. That's monumental. Now, so keep making improvements i take two or three jacuzzis a week and it helps my it helps my constitution so incorporate what you need to do yeah i love i love the idea uh,
0: and the actionable step of start where you're at and some people might say start small but i challenge it that small and big are just relative you know words there is no such thing as like the big thing. The big thing's a series of small things that you do over a period of time. Yes. It turns into a result that you can yes.
1: point to tangibly. Yes. Start where you're at with what you have and get started today. And if you have a good attitude, then it's easy to incorporate change after change, improvement after improvement. If you have a bad attitude, then you start saying no to these improvements. And you got to catch yourself. Don't have a bad attitude. Just whatever you can do, light a candle. Yeah. Light a candle. Absolutely. And Tom, before we begin to wrap
0: up, any other topics you'd like to bring up? Any other things you think would be valuable for our audience today?
1: You know, again, I'm going to drive people. Go to my homepage, scalarlight.com. Sign up for the 15-day free session. There's no obligation. You will see an improvement in your health. We're going to balance your chakras with this instrument. We're going to eradicate microbes. We can also create nutrients. I didn't have enough time to speak about that. Visit the website 15 days of free session. And you can prove to yourself how the unifying field is going to help you physically, spiritually, mentally. People have to tell you what they're dealing with, or is it just is the, the energy happens? Like it just goes yeah, The, the energy is all knowing. Wonderful. God is the healer. I'm not the healer. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. So whether it's a nutrient deficiency, a microbe, or whatever, the energy does what the energy does. <laughs> and then we see. <laughs> Love it. I love it. And so I will make sure I have all the links to connect with Tom in the show notes. Is there any other links you want to bring
1: up? No, or- no that's it, Doc. We'll keep it simple. Thank you for your time. It's that's been a great way. conversation. And be happy, people.
0: Be happy. Yeah, absolutely. And so for our listeners, you know, please, I strongly, strongly encourage you listen to this conversation more than once, especially if you're if you weren't really in the the wheelhouse of this stuff. It can sound so foreign. I remember when I first heard about scalar energy and things of that nature, I'm nowhere near where Tom's at with it, but like I am aware of it. (laughs) But when you don't know what it is, it sounds like it's all the way out in that field. And when you finally be with it and you learn from it more and more and like you take some of the ideas we've talked about, you implement it in your life, starting where you're at. And day by day, like Tom's saying, you'll begin to feel better and better physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And it can be really wonderful. And share this. Please share the message far and wide. Like Tom mentioned, this is a grassroots movement. And we want to not only get the word out about what Tom's offering but we want to also get the word out of just the knowledge of this because the more that gets out there the better it's going to be for everybody and the quicker we get resolution to some of these the energy crisis some of these challenges that we deal with anything
1: you'd like to say before we wrap up Tom no thank you a a brilliant conversation thank you for your input I appreciate your time doc yeah you're so welcome and so as we wrap up
0: here I said it in the beginning, and I'll say it again. My life's work is to help leaders, champions, and high performers to create an extraordinary life without regret. If there's anything you're going through right now, a challenge and or a goal that you have that seems to be five, 10 years out, but you want to make it real in seven, nine, 10 months, I'm your guy. I'd love to have a conversation with you at jameelsayage.com. Let's see how we can elevate your life and get you being the kind of you you've always wanted to be. You can book that at jameelsayage.com. Obviously, you're listening to the podcast, so check out all the other, other wonderful conversations that I've. Been privileged to have. They've, you know, they've helped me immensely and they've also helped my listeners. And I know that you'll get benefit as well. And I've been putting content out now since 2014, 2015. There's about a thousand pieces of content. Most of it short, bite-sized. You can sink your teeth into it, get some value immediately. You can find it on Instagram at Dr. Jameel Syaj, DR in my name, and Facebook and LinkedIn are Jamil Syege. Sending you all so much love. Thank you very much. I call this podcast Transformation Starts Today because I find that most people's favorite day to change their life is tomorrow. And that's why they stay stuck. It's like Tom said, when's the best time to plant a tree? Right now. (laughs) Because 10, 20, 30 years from now, when you don't have a tree, because you didn't plant it, (laughs) then you're going to be saying, I really wish I planted that thing. Like now's the time to take your health and your life into your, your own hands. You are the creator, like we said. Sending you all again, so much love. Be well, take care. Thank you for being with us today. If this conversation served you, it would mean a lot if you left a review and shared this with anyone who may benefit. An extraordinary life without regret is available to you now. Choose it, it's your time.